0: The following has been brought to you by SJP World. Shoes, please! You're listening to In the Corner with Benny Mack. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. It is uh, 5th of November 2022. This is the Saturday special Smackdown podcast thingy, I don't know. <laughs> Crown Jewel is, as I sit here recording with you right now, the kickoff show is in full swing. But we're going to talk a bit about Smackdown. And then on Wednesday, Tyler should be joining me back here on In The Corner. And we'll go through Crown Jewel and Raw. I appreciate everybody listening to the show, I appreciate everybody liking the new co-host as well, this is the, as I said on on the Wednesday show, basically, when there's a premium event on, normally we are Wednesday, Sunday, but when there's a premium event on, we will be doing Wednesday, Saturday, so every time there's a premium event coming up that weekend, we'll be on a, well, we'll, well I'll be on a Saturday, talking Smackdown uh, as we lead into the premium event, so in this case, Crown Jewel. Um, now, me and Tyler did talk about it on Wednesday's show, but we will... We, it wasn't announced at the time, but it was a release on social media after the fact, um after we did our predictions that the women's tag team championship will be defended at uh, Crown Jewel. Which is good. It means we got two women's matches at least on there. A lot more exposure for them over there. And it's good to see um them doing it. But also can Dakota Kai, Sky, Damage Control, take those titles back off Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Obviously we haven't put in a prediction for that. Um Going to be an interesting match. It could be an opportunity here for damage control. We, we're not going to gain points for this uh, on the uh, Wednesday show, but my thoughts are that there's an opportunity here for damage control to walk out Saudi Arabia with Bailey's Raw Women's uh, Champion and Dakota Kai and Sky walking out with all the gold, which could be an absolute... This We were talking about it on Wednesday and this feud has been a bit uh, lackluster lately. It needs a bit of a it needs a kick up the butt, a firework up its ass considering it's 5th of November, fire, firework up his ass over here in the UK, makes perfect sense, um, but it would be interesting to know um, on C, so I'm not, I mean this is an official guess obviously, but I'd like th- there's a potential here, like I said Damage Control could walk out tonight with all the gold and it would be do you know what, that would be pretty cool to be totally honest with you, I'm not going to lie um, well I hope you're all doing well, thank you for listening to the show um, obviously Smackdown actually was a Damn, considering Roman Reigns wasn't there, and uh, although the rest of the bloodline were, a good balanced show this week, uh, very much showing um, some good matches as well. Um, uh, before we get into the uh, match of the night, I do want to say the match between Liv Morgan and Sonny Deville, uh, no disqualification match, was actually really good. Um, it's been a bit uh, underwhelming the last few weeks with Liv Morgan, unfortunately. Um, this feud with Sonny and Liv... Backstage was brewing over the last couple of weeks, and now they finally met in the ring, and they had a really good match. To be honest, Liv Morgan's attitude and the way she is has changed completely. It's interesting. I'm interested. She's been. The crowd were a bit sort of like cheering her to begin with. Then they were kind of booing her. Then they were cheering her, and towards the end of the match, I think they were cheering her even more. Um, Sonia Deville's always been good. I don't understand how Sonia Deville has never been a women's champion. Um, she's out, yeah, she's, really, she's really good basically is what I'm saying so we'll, maybe we'll see that but the chemistry I pointed out a few weeks ago with Ronda and Liv and then Ronda and uh, Emma this, like the last week I don't know whether it's Ronda or just I don't know what the there's a chemistry disconnect somewhere between these people but Liv and Sonya put on a really good match so um, that opened the show there was weapons, there was kendo sticks, broken kendo sticks tables, chairs, a lot so um I don't know how much longer Liv can keep doing the extreme version of things, but, you know, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, We're not going to be on too long today, by the way. I just want to point that out. This episode is going to be a very quick, you know, uh, bite-sized sort of episode. Crown Jewel is happening, like I said. The pre-show's on right now as I sit here recording. The likelihood of you hearing this show is probably going to be slim (laughs) before you see Crown Jewel. But I just thought I'd give you my thoughts on SmackDown and you know what as the day's gone on i'm actually looking forward to crown jewel more to be honest i did say i was o- not overly keen on the show generally um but there are some good matches uh, lined up whether they're going to be hopefully they deliver brock and um lashley as we spoke about on wednesday hopefully that will that will deliver um I want to move on quickly to LA Knight versus Ricochet. Um, LA Knight defeats Ricochet. Uh, he does cheat, uses the ropes for the roll-up pin and uses the ropes for leverage. Um, again, great match between these two. Um, LA Knight uh, coming into his own now, uh, more and more on the main roster. And it's good to see LA Knight rather than the, uh, the maximum model BS they were doing. Um Still not a fan of the. Oh you no, know, those guys could be really good in the ring. I think they're pretty. They're pretty handy in the ring, but I've not seen much of them. But this whole model thing, I'm not a fan of at all. Um, it's <clears throat> at the moment with everything going on, I just find I'm finding it difficult for it to get anywhere at the moment. It doesn't seem to have a lot of traction to it. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. I think we need to because they're coming to the ring at the moment and they're pulling poses and all this, which is their models. I get it, but. They need, to, they need more heat on them. To be honest, they're not taken seriously at the moment, and I think that's the problem. Um, you get these these two guys winning a few matches, which they've done. It's very few and far between, and maybe because um, wins do correlate, as Tyler said on Wednesday. So, and then maybe have them. Uh, I don't know. They need they need something. It's uh, they need some real. If they're going to be heels, which they are, because they're already acting, they're better. Everybody. So that's a good start. But some actual heat, you know. On them, in a sense of, um, I don't know, it just beat someone down. I don't know, and really, then once they've done that, then do the poses. That, oh, you know, not only they've beaten down one of your favorites, but they've also put in these poses. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's not quite hit the mark for me at the moment. Interesting to see where it goes. But La Knight, on the other hand, I think a big win over Ricochet. Uh, there's more here. There's an opportunity here for a good rivalry actually between Ricochet and La Knight. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, I would assume we're going to see Ricochet versus LA Knight again in some shape or form uh, going forward. Um, But a good match overall. Um, One that took me by surprise, I wasn't overly uh, keen on it as it was being announced, but actually ended up being really good was Shayna Baszler defeats Natalia. Um, Ronda Rousey, surprisingly, not really because of what happened last week, but Ronda Rousey um, making an... uh, uh, by being outside the ring didn't really get involved in the match as such but uh, we see um, Shayna Baszler win with a submission Um, she actually did a knee strike after the match and I don't know whether this is a genuine bleeding nose or whether this is a work but we had blood on tv and there was a lot of it so I don't know whether it was the knee was wrong or whether. I think it is a work, to be honest with you, now I'm thinking about it. But the fact that we saw blood on TV, yes, the match is over. And we had Natalia like holding a nose. So I'm not really sure. So we'll have to see whether that was a genuine nose break or whether that was a a work, you know? But either way, blood on TV, that that in itself is a is a big deal, really. Um I don't know how the network would feel about that, obviously, the age rating of the show. Um but weirdly um a a surprise (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say on that one yeah well i think so yeah it says it says here shattering natalia's nose but i'm not sure really to be honest but either way whether it was real or not blood on wwe tv is very rare these days if at all so the fact that it happened um she actually beat her with a clutch in a submission like i said but this was after the match she hit uh actually and it almost seemed like ronda rousey was directing traffic so this heel version of ronda rousey i'm actually liking and her teaming up with Shayna baszler lives gives us options down the line two of these women can be really um really uh dominant on smackdown um and also if you had a third in there maybe as well i'm not sure who that would be but um Seeing these two together, obviously there is genuine history there, but um, this could set up down the line. Shayna Baszler becomes sort of like the not the bodyguard as such, but the uh, person that helps Ronda because Ronda did win her, defeat Emma last week with an eye rake. Um, so having her, but this could. What I'm trying to say is, this could plant a seed. We could have these two together for about a year or so, if not longer, and eventually Shayna Baszler is going to want hers. She's going to want to be women's champion, and that, that could set up a great. Match. It might even last until this year's WrestleMania. I don't know, but I'm already thinking that this could be either a great run for a year as those two together, maybe add someone else in there as well. And, you know, very dominant, uh, almost like a damage control type thing, I guess, but um, but for for SmackDown. So it could be interesting going forward on how this relationship is going to form on TV. At the moment, this is new. This is only the second week of it. And this is the first time we've seen Ronda Rousey in the corner of Shayna Baszler. So that's actually left me with more questions and answers and I like it. And I'm actually interested other than watching the bloodline and what they're doing. I'm quite interested to see where Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey go in terms of, uh, in terms of their relationship. Uh, mentioning Emma, uh, she was on SmackDown this week. She was doing a backstage interview. Uh, Lee interrupted it and, uh, Emma just knocked her down. I didn't realize how short Zia Lee was unless Emma's really tall. I don't know. <laughs> um, so there's a, possible feud there for next week uh, going forward. I'd actually, instead of having them just having a match next week, what I would like to see is maybe Emma having a match and Xia makes an appearance and maybe we have a slow build with it rather than just oh, we're going to have a match because you hit me in the face last week. Emma goes to compete against somebody else and then Xia gets involved either before or after or even during the match um, to sort of give give her the receipt of what she uh, received this week. So um, sometimes it's nice to have a slower build than um you know just have a match next week for it. I like you could build a good rivalry going forward and it could, could take two months could take three months but it, I reckon it could be quite interesting and quite good for the payoff on that one um same as I mentioned earlier same with ricochet really. In terms of LA Knight, that could be a really good feud going forward. LA Knight surprised me this week with his backflip off the top rope. He jumped onto the ropes and did it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying he's not talented. I've just never seen it before off from him. So, and I haven't seen much of him, to be fair. But what I've seen so far, I'm liking it. I spoke to Cy about him. SGP, SGP World Media is what we're on. Um, and he was telling me this stuff that he did in Impact and stuff like that. So, um the potential's there, definitely, and I want to see a bit more from Ricochet as well. I wish I changed Ricochet's music back to what it was, the one and only. I prefer that to uh, to um, whatever he's got now. It uh, doesn't excite me <laughs> as much. Um, so we'll see. Um, we also had a, a good um, the next week on SmackDown, um, you know, Dettel Phantasma D- uh, making a statement towards Shinsuke Nakamura saying you shouldn't have chose the side you chose last week interesting um that group is a good slow build on those so, so far um but could be i don't know how the bloodline thing is going to end up but if this is cooling off towards the end building these another sort of group like this in the in the in the background is a great idea same with the judgment day on raw a, raw, a judgment day at the moment you've got to say i know we're not talking about raw at the moment but i gotta quickly mention it like the mvp now, Dominic's doing really well as a heel. The crowd hate him because of what's happened. Obviously, Rey Mysterio is much beloved, Eddie Guerrero, etc. Um, but in terms of the... In, I'm not dissing any other member of Judgment Day, but Rhea Ripley is looking like the... At the moment, is looking like the one is who could... Be, they're all going to benefit from this going down the line, but Rhea Ripley at the moment is looking like the star in Judgment Day at the moment. She is a great heel, and I'm loving it, to be fair. So... Interesting to see how much longer we see her, how, how, long, how much longer do Judgment Day, you know, until they turn their sights on somebody and want some gold in the money, in the, in the fame, you know, the, all the stuff that comes with being a champion, basically. So it's going to get there, though. Um, I want to, before we get on to the main event this week, um, Bray Wyatt cuts every week. It's been interesting. And every week has been intriguing. But this week's um, episode, if you want to call it, of Bray Wyatt backstage is probably one of the most telling because in a, if he's he's talking about not being interrupted, you know, by Uncle Howdy and everything last week. Um, and then a guy walks in the background of the shot, like one of the crew, and somebody from behind the camera where Bray is says, hey, buddy, we're live. And then Bray Wyatt's basically almost as like a Christian Bale to a degree to this guy. But as this is happening, Bray's getting angry and then things are cutting on screen and um, the, the, you know, the moth and all these other images. And I think there's a Sister Abigail image in there somewhere because I can, but I don't know who it is. I don't know who that person is because it's it's not the puppet. It's somebody with the with the makeup on. I can make out a few other images, but I'm not sure what they are, but it's him getting angry. And again, I stick with this uh, this schizophrenia sort of personality thing going on that I think Bray has, and I don't think there's going to be a Wyatt. Si- I could be wrong. Either way this goes, I'm excited to see what how it ha- how it um, happens. Sorry, but I feel like it's more of a like a split personality, and he's getting angry, and these things are popping up on the screen as it's happening. Um, but he manages to calm himself down, and the guy says sorry, and he walks on. Uh, walks off and then that's the end of the whole segment but it's I, one of the most talent for me this week um it's almost like a i'm not I, i'm not gonna say it's like exactly the same as this but it's like when Hulk gets angry and turns into a monster it's like a jekyll and heidi is probably a better term to use in terms of bray wyatt but it's very interesting to see where this is gonna go and apparently he's gonna be at crown jewel i think we did talk about that on monday yes i did uh with tyler so very interesting to see where that goes um and who will he ever will he get in the ring? I don't think he's going to get in the ring necessarily anytime soon. I think we might see another month of Bray Wyatt vignettes, videos, promos, because um, whatever's going on with Bray Wyatt, um, we as the fans we've we've wanted him back and we've created this monster. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Um, so yeah. Let's see how Crown Jewel plays out. And when like I said we'll talk about Crown Jewel on Wednesday with Tyler and do our review and everything and what we thought of the show overall. Obviously, you can let us know what you think of the show at In the Corner WWE on Twitter or email the show at in the corner wwe at gmail.com. You can do that, alright? So anything, any thoughts. Uh, obviously Wednesday we've got Superstar Focus on Sunday. That will On Sunday the poll will go up at In the Corner WWE on Twitter um I won't tell you who we've picked but basically you vote and we're gonna, then we'll focus on a section of the show we focus on that and we talk about this superstar for uh, 10 15 minutes or so probably depending on how much we've got to say about them interesting choices this week I love uh, Tyler's one so I'm actually either way this pans out I'm going to be happy of whoever we focus on uh, any suggestions for superstar focus again use the uh, like I said at in the corner wwb on Twitter or email the show at uh, in the corner WWE at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, um, the, we, have the, we have a bit of a brawl between the... Uh, so actually what it was, the Usos went out into the ring. Sami Zayn actually said to Jay, don't do it, you need to rest, you need to fly to Saudi Arabia tomorrow. Don't do it. Uh, Jay basically blew his top and said, "You ain't gonna. I was here before you, I'm going to be here after you. Jimmy actually agreed with Jay as well. Um, so we got a slight... Different thing going on here. I uh, see. I'm loving this story because apparently, Sami Zayn was only supposed to be in the Bloodline for about a week or two, maybe three weeks. But the way it's panned out, um, Sami's like really. It's really popular and it's really good, and it's actually added that extra layer to to the Bloodline, and Sokoa's in there as well. And Sokoa's doing really well. I, I like his uh, stuff at the moment. Um, but uh, the Usos come out and they're gonna they're oh, they're gonna try and cut a promo. They cut a bit of a promo on the Brawling Brutes because they're defending the tag team titles tonight at, at uh, In The Corner. At In The Corner? I wish it was In The Corner. No, it's <laughs> Crown Jewel, sorry. Um, somebody hot-tag me in quick. Um, but the New Day come out and say, you know, you're not going to beat our record, because there's, there's a whole thing with the record of how long. New Day are, are higher up than Usos. I forget the days. Um, Brawling Brutes come out, knock down the Usos. Uh, Xavier Woods is like, beat. make sure you beat them. Basically, if the Usos walk out of Crown Jewel with the tag team titles, which I think they will, um, New Day want next, and I said I think I said it a few weeks ago. It may have been on uh, the, the week before uh, Tyler came on. Um, that I think there's going to be a whole, obviously New Day are the longest one of the longest reigns. Uh, Usos are nearly there, so New Day don't want the Usos to um, break their record. So they want them. They want the, they'll be happy if the Brawling Brutes beat them at Crown Jewel. Obviously. But if they don't, New Day say they've got next. So interesting. And I'm actually, you know what, if it does end up in New Day and Usos again, I know we've seen it ample amount of times. But this time, it's more than just the championships on the line. It's a record as well. So I think it adds a bit more meaning to it. And do you know what? They have put on some ep- excellent matches. But if they do this and they go forward with this, Usos and New Day, this has to be the last time, for a while at least, I don't know what's going to happen when the Usos do lose the Tag Team titles, if they ever do. (laughs) I assume they will. Um, You know, as I said, at some point this bloodline thing will implode in on itself. Whether it's via Jimmy, Jay, Sammy, the the, the irony of this could be Sammy might be the only one left who was loyal to Roman at the end of all this. They all question his loyalty, and it no, they don't. They don't like it because Roman. Seems to like Sami Zayn, so it's very interesting. Um, and again, this is the stuff that's making me watch WWE every week at the moment. And if you're not watching, and I appreciate you listening to the show, but you've got to give it a go. I'm not going to say every week it's amazing because it's not, but generally, the last two months have been really good. And I'm getting into the stories, and you can see things being built up, um, with other superstars and stuff like this. Bray white thing at some point is going to come to a head. Um, yeah, but the Bray Wyatt thing was really cool. So if you haven't seen that, at least that was worth watching. The segments with Bloodline in, but obviously this week it was the uh, Sammy solo, uh, Jimmy and Jay, you had uh, Butch, Ridge, you know, Xavier Woods, Kobe Kingston, and um, yeah, it just all kicked off and it was really good. So um, yeah, I, I like that segment. It was good. Interesting. We do... I'm I... No, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't, I'm basically on these shows now. I'm going to pick out the bits I like, basically, and I will pick out some things. You already know my feelings if you listen to Wednesday's show. Um, but I'll give you the, the, the general gist of it. But Braun Strowman um, MVP tried to have five guys versus Braun. Braun runs out, knocks them all down in one fell swoop like a bowling ball, and then proceeds to beat up MVP. Basically, and that's it. I'm not really. Int- I'm not overly. I've got. I've already made my feelings clear on that match, and it was on Wednesday's show. And I'm sure I will give you more about what I think about it on Crown Jewel on uh, this Wednesday's episode of uh, In the Corner, which is coming. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a good few weeks to WWE to be totally honest with you. Uh, before we get to the main event, before we end the show, um, it is obviously Saturday today. Um, obviously, normally the show will be on a Sunday. Coming up on Monday on the SJP World Media uh, Podcasting Network, we've got the NXT Rise and Fall podcast. And then we've got No know, uh, Knows Horror on Tuesday and Doctor Who Pod on Tuesday as well. And of course, we'll be back on Wednesday, um, along with the audio version of Chain Wrestling comes out on Wednesday as well. But that's why I need to make sure, because it's not on this... Ch- Just realise, Si, if you're listening to this podcast, we haven't got Chain Wrestling... I'm guessing uh, in terms chain wrestling, is actually live on Mondays, ladies and gents. If you don't know that already, the podcast version is amazing because there's music and everything going on. Obviously, with copyright laws, you can't really do that on the live show, but uh, I don't know whether the side knows this. But I'm guessing it's a live show, but the audio version comes out on Wednesdays along with In the Corner. Um, and if for some reason you didn't listen to In the Corner this Wednesday, Tyler, and my new co host, who would join me pretty much every Wednesday, and you know, there might be times where he can't join me, but uh, you know. Generally, he's aiming for Wednesdays with myself here, here on a, in the corner. With oh, by the way, I'm Benny Mac. You probably know that already. <laughs> um, yeah, main event this week was awesome. Gunther versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, Rey Mysterio won a fatal four way uh, a few weeks ago to become number one contender uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Gunther actually um, left the. Uh, got told the other two guys of Imperium to go out the back, so it was just one on one. It was just um, a, it was just a great match, to be honest. Um, uh, Gunther took uh, advantage early, planting the uh, Master Six or Nine with the apron uh, with a power bomb. Gunther tried following up with a power slam, but Mysterio block. This is the most unique I've never seen this before. Somebody else may have, but. You know, a power slam where they pick him up and they, you know, scoop him up and slam him down. Well, Ray wrapped his legs around Gunther's arms and his arms, and he couldn't actually slam him. And he tried three or four times trying to slam him, but Ray Mysterio just would not come off Gunther. I've never seen that reversal before. It was it was really interesting. It was something new, but they managed to do, um, you know, in terms of the move, it was quite old. But in terms of the the reversal, I, like I said, I've never seen it before. It was really good. Um, basically, it was a great. It's a bloody great. I I don't want to go really do a review of it because I want you to see it. It was a really good match. If if you don't watch anything else before Crown Jewel, or um, if you get chance to, if you're watching Crown Jewel on delay, try and find the Rey Mysterio Gunther match from this week's SmackDown. Brilliant match. I was uh, I was locked into it the entire time, and don't get me wrong, there is a there there was a bit of a. Gunther goes to powerbomb Rey Mysterio off the top rope but Rey Show reverses it into a hurricanrana but I the rotation didn't look right from the camera angle that I saw and I thought Gunther would actually land on his head at one point which he didn't he, he seems fine so but it was a great reversal um, after a monstrous dropkick uh, and a brutal powerbomb by Gunther Rey Mysterio got a 1-2 and a 3 quarters game Rey Mysterio kicked out the crowd were on their feet at this point and popped big time um and it looked like uh, Rey Mysterio was gonna try and hit the uh, 619. Um, but, um, so, you know when he does that thing where he trips them up and they go onto the bottom rope, uh, the second rope, sorry. So it looks like he's gonna go for the 619. Rey Mysterio bounces off the other side of the ring, comes back and all of a sudden, the camera angle was perfect for this. A big boot um, right in the face of Mysterio. Um, and he followed it up with this clothesline where he actually picked Mysterio up into the air, so Rey is in the air, then clotheslines him down. Uh, I think JBL would be uh, um, proud of that clothesline, to be honest. And Gunther retains the championship. But what a freaking match between Gunther and Rey I didn't know how this was going to go. I don't know. Rey has made a career on beating big big men, obviously. Um, but like I said, if you haven't seen it, and I don't say this often, go and watch that match from this week's SmackDown. Uh, the international Championship I like where the IC titles go in. I don't see Gunther losing it anytime time in the next three months, to be honest. And you know what? I, I'm happy. I'm, I can live with that. The prestige of the bout, I believe, is going up. Same with the United States Championship on Raw. But it does help when you don't have your heavyweight champion every week. And so you need someone else to be the face of these brands and stuff. So um, very interesting. And it was a bloody great match. Uh, I don't do ratings over here, but it was a good match. And I, I, again, I recommend going to um, going to see it if you can before Crown Jewel. That is it for this Saturday quick uh, show. It's a bit longer than I thought, but um, the Saturday special, I don't know why you want to call it, in the corner, <laughs> because there was a premium event on. And actually, I would assume by the time we hear this, it would already started. So enjoy Crown Jewel. I very much appreciate you listening to the show, subscribing, listening, and following on Twitter. And we will see you Wednesday for our review with Tyler and some Raw Talk as well. Have a good weekend, ladies and gents.